Welcome to Love Punch, challenging entrepreneurs, artists, and thought leaders to make a lasting impact. I'm your host, Ruby Fremont, and I'm here as a catalyst for you, the new generation of thought leaders. I'm a kick-ass life coach, a bullshit detector, and courageous communicator. I'll show you how to take bold action and create massive impact through a powerful process that I call CPR. Courage, persistence, and resilience to go after what you really fucking want. It's time to unapologetically do what you're here to do and do it your way. So get ready and let's make shit happen. I want to kick this episode off with a confession. It took me 31 years to begin owning my shit. 31 years. Ownership is empowerment. In fact, I wouldn't be here today living the life that I live today if I didn't have the balls to own my shit. So what exactly am I talking about? I'm talking about you taking responsibility for your life. I'm talking about you controlling what is controllable. I'm talking about you taking ownership for the role that you play in your life. Like, let me start off by asking you this. Do you take ownership for your life? And do you even understand that you are in control? If you're sitting there wishing for things to change, but denying your part in the story, you will never experience change. This isn't about wishing, hoping, or praying. This is about doing something to create change. You've got to own your shit. Because the moment you own your shit is the moment you gain back the power to create change. Now look, I believe in a higher power. But I do not depend on that higher power to create my life for me. This is about taking control of what is within your control. I see so many people living in victim mentality, denying their true power. Instead, they choose to blame other people and their circumstances for the state of their life. And quite frankly, it's kind of fucked up. But so many of you are doing this, and this is what really pisses me off. You're sharing your shit online, lying about your success and happiness, showing only what you want others to see on your social media feeds because you are in denial. You don't have the balls to own your shit because if you do, you'd have to admit that you're not what you preach. And this denial is holding you back and keeping you small. Preaching perfection is complete and utter bullshit. It's like you're keeping secrets and those secrets are making you sick. And that's why you're continuing to play small. When you dare, and I say dare, when you dare to show up authentically, authentically, (laughs) having trouble with that word, when you dare to show up authentically, faults and all, you step into this higher level of leadership earning the true respect and connection of your followers. Why? Well, it's because the world right now, especially, is yearning for something real. The internet makes it far too easy for you to portray this perfect life. And I'm not sure if you truly get this, but people can see right through your bullshit perfection. 
and they're craving to see and experience more real. So if you fuck up, don't make an excuse. Own it. If you fail, don't blame others. Own it. And if you make a mistake, don't let your pride get the best of you. Own it. You've got to own your shit because the moment you take ownership is the moment you gain the power to create change. When I first started my coaching business in 2014, I did something a little crazy. I quadrupled my pricing within the first six months because that's what a business coach had recommended that I do. And that's also what I had witnessed other coaches doing. Now, I want to be totally honest with you. It wasn't something that I wanted to do, but I chose to do it. I chose to do it because I chose to listen to the advice of this business coach and compare myself to other coaches. I knew that I didn't have the experience at that time to offer such high prices. The value proposition just wasn't there yet. But there I was, continuing to promote these new packages, losing my followers, and losing potential clients. I would hop on my client possibility calls and fumble my words because my high prices put so much pressure on myself to over-deliver. And at that point, I wasn't even clear on what I was delivering. I was in the first six months of my business. And because of this lack of clarity and this lack of integrity, I was losing followers and it showed. You know, it showed that I was lacking integrity. It showed that I wasn't standing in my power. And because of that, I was losing followers and losing potential clients. I was totally out of alignment with my values. People would question me about my pricing and rather than have intelligent conversations about it, I'd become defensive because I knew I had fucked up, but I was way too proud to admit it. You see, I wanted to be one of those coaches who could confidently charge that much and offer that much value, but I just wasn't there yet. I was so fucking scared to own that truth because it would mean that I wasn't where I wanted to be yet and that I'd have to lower my pricing, which felt like a huge bruise to my ego. But I had to do it. I had to own my shit. I had to swallow my pride and honor what I knew to be true. So I did. I lowered my pricing. And I even went a step further and shared an email to my tribe with the title, get this, (laughs) the title of that email was, I fucked up. And surprisingly, it actually felt really good to share. I experienced a sense of freedom through owning my shit because through that ownership, I was able to create change, change that felt super aligned and super right. By sharing that I had fucked up, I was embodying true leadership by leading the way versus just speaking it and preaching it. I was modeling what I preached, and that helped me gain a deeper level, a deeper level of respect for my following. And that, my friends, is true impact. When you don't own your shit, what you're basically doing is you're rendering yourself powerless. By denying that I had fucked up, 
I was ignoring the power that I had to create something better, something more aligned. Now, (laughs) I show up completely congruent with my pricing and value proposition because I've chosen to own my shit. You've got to own your shit because the moment you take ownership is the moment you gain the power to create change. Now, earlier in 2017, I launched my three-day event, Amplified Soul Live, and it was hugely successful. With 100 people in the room at my first multiple-day event, it, it was beyond anything I could have ever imagined. Everything from the attendees to the content that I shared to the energy in the room, I mean, it was fucking epic. And to make things even better... I managed to sell out all of my coaching seats from stage. I had filled an entire year of business through this three-day event. Holy shit. But let's fast forward to seven months later. None of these clients are still working with me. And, And let me tell you why. And I'm about to share with you a story that I have yet to go public with. So listen up because here I am really, truly owning my shit. So I have this little rule that I live by in my life and in my business, and it's called the fuck yes rule. I share this rule with potential clients, telling them that I will only work with them if they are a fuck yes. And if they're not, that means that they're a no. What I fail to do up until this point was own that rule for myself. But I used to tell myself that I did, right? I used to tell myself that, oh yeah, I I own this fuck yes rule. I show up with this fuck yes rule, but I didn't. I, I used to tell myself that I would only enroll clients who felt like a total fuck yes to me, but I had been lying to myself. And I admit that now, I, I own it. So at the event, I enrolled clients because they were a fuck yes. And I ignored my own standards as a coach. I took on clients who didn't even have the income to afford the ongoing payments just because they said fuck yes. I took on clients who weren't 150% dedicated to making shit happen just because they said they were a fuck yes. And I took on clients that, that weren't aligned with my personal standards for my business because they said they were a fuck yes. And that's why it all fell apart. Payments upon payments were missed. And eventually that led me to um, breaking their coaching contracts. Trust me, there is is a lot of courage in admitting this. And my hope is that by sharing this with you, you'll understand the power that comes with owning your shit. Now, I lost 75% of my business in a span of just two months. 75 fucking percent. Now, as an entrepreneur, that is huge. But I kept my cool because I knew that somehow I had played a role in this. I couldn't, in my right mind, sit there and blame my clients for not being able to make their payments. Even though that felt like the easy thing to do, I couldn't do it. 
when I was the one who enrolled them in full disclosure of their financial situations. Here I was, a leader who was completely acting out of integrity, and I had to own my shit. I had to own the fact that I had ignored my standards and integrity by enrolling clients who didn't have the capacity to stay committed to their coaching commitment. And it wasn't an easy thing to do. But I did it because I'm here to create a positive, lasting impact. And I knew that by taking ownership, I would feel a heck of a lot better than playing the blame blame game and hosting my own pity parties. You've got to own your shit. Because the moment you take ownership is the moment you gain the power to create change. Now, let me share one more personal story just to drive this home. I started working with my media strategy team in 2017 uh, to help evolve my business. As an individual in my personal life, I had evolved a lot. And it was about time that my business began to reflect that. Now, right away, right away, straight off the bat, I was told by my team that my brand was way too vanilla for my energy, that there was nothing unique about what I did or who I worked with. Now, deep down inside, I knew this to be true, but I had positioned myself this way for a reason. I had positioned myself as a generic life coach for a reason. I was too fucking scared to do anything different. Generic life coaching worked. It worked for others and it worked pretty good for me. Now, was it working exceptionally well? Not really, but it felt safe. I felt really safe offering life coaching for relationships, career, and personal matters. I felt really safe offering generic life coaching for everyone and anyone in between. I felt safe talking about the same shit that other coaches and speakers talked about. And I felt safe because as a trained life coach and NLP practitioner, I had the tools to help anyone. It all just felt like a really safe way to make a consistent income. And differentiating myself from the rest felt scary because I didn't know how it would impact my income. And I was obsessed, completely obsessed with what people would think. But I was just keeping myself stuck, stunting my growth and getting in the way of my evolution. The truth is, I wasn't excited about all of my clients. Now, don't get me wrong. I loved all of them and I supported all of them with all that I had. But they didn't all excite me. The clients that truly excited me and inspired me were my purpose-driven clients. The ambitious leaders or leaders in training who were committed to creating a positive impact. I was wildly passionate about serving them because in doing so, I was also serving my bigger purpose of helping to move the collective consciousness forward by creating more leaders. But I chose to play it safe. (laughs) I chose to stay small and brand myself like all the other generic life coaches out there 
and it was no longer serving me. In fact, I was stunting my own growth. So when my media strategy team told me that I was too vanilla, even though I hated it, and I hated to admit it, (laughs) I owned it. There was no denying it. I was choosing to play small and be generic because I was fucking scared. I was scared of losing business and I was scared of being seen as an imposter because the direction that I really wanted to move in felt so fucking massive. But I owned the fact that I was way too vanilla and through that ownership, I gained the power to create change by seeing the other possibilities out there such as my true calling as a coach. Today, I stand here feeling totally aligned with my brand. In fact, it excites me to no end because I get to work only with the clients that I am wildly passionate about. Clients that make me say fuck yes. And because of this, I am creating true lasting impact. You see, owning your shit is true empowerment. So you've got to own your shit because the moment you take ownership is the moment you gain the power to create change. Every time you place blame or point the finger, you are throwing away your power and rendering yourself powerless, keeping you stuck. So if you find yourself right now feeling stuck, I can assure you that you are in some way, shape or form refusing to own your shit. So I want to help you get unstuck. I'm going to share with you three tips that will help you own your shit and gain back your fucking power. Tip number one, identify your excuses. When I was playing it safe in my business by being vanilla and avoiding my true desires, I was telling myself that I had to do this Because this was the only way I'd earn success. What a fucking joke. (laughs) I would tell myself that I wasn't experienced enough to coach leaders, even though my my success stories from former clients proved that belief to be wrong. I was feeding myself excuse after excuse after excuse because I was too scared to do anything different. But my excuses were bullshit. I used those excuses because it felt more comfortable to stay exactly where I was. It wasn't until I identified my excuses that I was able to see things clearly. My excuses were keeping me stuck. And by identifying them, I gained the power to push through them and build a successful and purpose-driven brand that feels so incredibly aligned. So get real with yourself and identify the excuses that you're feeding yourself. Start by identifying five excuses that you continue to tell yourself. Now, these are excuses that you tell yourself on a daily basis. So this starts by being aware. Be aware of your self-talk. What are you telling yourself that is holding you back from what you truly want? List out those five excuses. Identify them. Now, tip number two, question your fears. Throughout my brand evolution, 
I was coming face to face with my past fears. And man, was it ugly. The fear of being seen as an imposter, fear of losing money and being unsuccessful, fear of being judged for what I did, all these fears that I had. Now, in the past, I would listen to those fears. I, I usually like to describe fear as a wall. When we feel fear, it feels like a wall is falling out from the sky right in front of you. And that wall stops you from doing what you set out to do. So you turn around and go back the other way. And that's what I was doing. I was listening to these fears. And by doing so, I was letting my fear win. It wasn't until I began to actually identify those fears and put them into words and then question the validity of those fears that I began to see things differently. I began to see how fucking stupid it truly was for me to listen to my own bullshit when I had bigger dreams to go after. So right now, ask yourself, what are the three fears that are keeping you small? Identify those fears, write them down, and then question their validity. Choose to see your fears at face value rather than seeing them as the ultimate truth. Because fear is not the truth. Your fears are lying to you. They're convoluted stories. It's not real. So choose to see your fears at, fear, at face value. Choose to question their validity and open yourself up to seeing other options, the options that lie beyond your fears. Tip number three, be a victor. Now you have two voices inside your head. I know sometimes it feels like we have a hundred, but, but there's two that really stand out. One of them is the voice of the victim and the other is the voice of the victor. And usually the victim will always speak first because on an unconscious level, you've trained yourself to prefer comfort over discomfort. Right? And that sounds logical, right? Because who wants to feel uncomfortable? But our growth, our biggest opportunities happen in the space of discomfort. So you have to train yourself to find comfort within your discomfort. In order to be a victor, you've got to embody a victor mindset. And you can begin to do that right now by asking yourself this one question. What would the victor in me do? When my clients started to fall away seven months after the event, I found myself placing blame and questioning why me. I felt like a broken record saying that same song. Why me? Why do these things keep happening to me? Why are my clients leaving me? Why aren't my clients paying me? But I quickly realized that that was the victim in me speaking. By placing blame and questioning why me, I was holding myself hostage to the situation and keeping myself stuck, ignoring all possibility of improving myself and my business. The moment I started to question what the victor in me would do was the moment that I began to take ownership for the role that I played in that situation because let me tell you, I played a role. 
This ownership helped me create changes that have greatly improved my business and positively influenced the way that I show up for my clients. So even if you're not fully out of the victim mentality, you can do this. All you got to do is ask yourself, what would the victor in me do? This will help you make empowered decisions versus disempowering ones. When you own your shit, you gain the power to create change. So choose to own your shit so you can begin to improve your life. Now let's recap the tips. Tip number one, identify your excuses. What shitty excuses are you telling yourself to keep you exactly where you are? Identify five of those excuses right now. Tip number two, question your fears. What are three fears that are keeping you small? Question the validity of those fears so you can begin to see the actual truth. Tip number three, be a victor. Choose to embrace a victor mentality now by asking yourself this question. What would the victor in me do? Stop making excuses for your fuck-ups. Stop blaming others for your failures and stop letting your pride get the best of you. It's just not a good look. The love punch of the day? Own your shit. Because the moment you take ownership is the moment you gain the power to create change. I want to thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of Love Punch, where I'm challenging thought leaders, artists, and entrepreneurs like you to make a lasting impact. If you love the vibe, hit subscribe and share this with a friend. And don't forget to leave a review. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Love Punch.